Welcome to Destination 101, the podcast of Toastmasters District 101. Take a ride with us on Highway 101 and discover Toastmasters clubs from Silicon to Surf, clustering along Highway 101 in California. Yeah, how many times can I say 101, right? Well, find out about District 101 news, tips and events, and hear from members and clubs. I'm your host, Birgit Starmans. Welcome back to Destination 101, everyone. I hope that it is becoming a regular destination for you. And that sounds like a transition to something travel-related, right? Well, I'm happy to welcome back Vipaf Singh, our district director. Welcome, Vipaf. Thank you, Birgit. Nice to be back. Awesome. Yeah, this is a first for our podcast. You are the first repeat guest that we have. So this is exciting. And we're going to try to make it a little bit different for you. Yay. So first, instead of reading a biography, I thought it would be nice if you would just tell us something about yourself. Yeah, sure. Hello, everyone. My name is Vaibhav Singh. I think uh, you probably already know. Uh, I am serving this year as the district director for District 101 of Toastmasters International. I originally come from India, and uh, for last six years, I've been a student of life, and for last five years, I've been a student in Toastmasters, and uh, I think student is kind of a big identity that I relate with, so there you go. This is me. I love that. I think lifelong learning, that's a really good mantra for all of us to have. All right. Well, last time that you were here, we spoke about the current state of District 101. And as a reminder to those folks who are tuning in who are not part of Toastmasters District 101, it runs from the middle of Silicon Valley, basically Mountain View, all the way down to Monterey County, which is actually pretty far south. And Vipat visited us here on our inaugural episode on December 4th. And so now we have the benefit of asking him what happened next in the last few months. So last time we spoke about the current state of District 101, and I'll do a repeat now that it's three months later. Vipaf, how is our district doing? It's a great question, get I better have some good progress to show. <laughs> well, state of District 101, the last time we spoke, uh, it was the end of, that's, uh, that was end of, almost the end of the year, December 4. The end of pandemic, however, was not in sight, and we spoke about challenges that we faced at that point of time. I think I mentioned we were perhaps um, shrunk uh, a little bit with respect to when, where we started. So we were down to maybe 141 clubs in good standing and things were looking us uh, a little bit stiff, uh, but I was still optimistic. Well, I'm happy to report that as we stand here today, we are beginning to show the signs of growth. And I'm happy to report that our district has welcomed 11 new Toastmasters Club since uh, since the last time we spoke. Awesome. I'm also happy to report that we have got 1,000 new members who have joined, uh, both as a part of this, these new clubs and otherwise since then. So I suspect that January has a role to play here, that this is the time of the year when we all think about self-growth and what are the right things to do. And glad to see that Toastmasters is one of those things, the right things to do for these many people. And one of the things that I am also noticing and getting convinced every day is that Toastmasters actually is one of the best kept secrets of self-growth. And it is becoming more and more important, even more than I, I I thought four months ago. 
Well, that's actually, those are some fantastic numbers really and fantastic statistics. But yeah, as you said last time, and this quote still rings true that yeah, we're about more than numbers, we're about the individuals, but it, I'm really happy to hear that we're making such great progress with clubs and with membership. That's amazing news. For those that are not in the know, Toastmasters is, not, is a nonprofit organization, and it focuses on helping its members develop their speaking slash communication skills, as well as leadership skills. Now, with the background of the disruption that we felt this past year, and you just mentioned the pandemic, why is Toastmasters becoming more important than ever before? Oh, this is my favorite question. Why? So just today, this morning, I was presenting in an internal conference. And as it happens to perhaps most of us, that even though I've been part of district leadership for about four years and I've been doing a lot of public speaking and I've gotten way more comfortable than I was four years ago. But even today, even though I'm just staring in front of my laptop and for heaven's sake, there are no people. There is just my laptop. Yes, there are people on the other side it still introduces the same feeling in, in my stomach. So what I noticed through that is that Toastmasters, even in the online medium, is still relevant because I still get to practice the same skill that I was developing. And in fact, it adds a new dimension to that skill because now when I, I'm having this conversation uh, on this podcast and I, I attend my club meetings, I practice what I actually do in, in my work. I practice what I actually do with my family. So this has added this whole new dimension of online presentation training, online presence training, which was never uh, in question before. So that's why more and more, uh, wherever you go, whatever you do, whichever uh, walk of life you come from, what you practice in Toastmaster is relevant and is even more relevant than just meeting in person. Because guess what? You were doing online presentation earlier as well. Now you get to do it. And now you also get to practice it on Toastmasters. Now that's a really good point. Nobody does Toastmasters to get better just at Toastmasters, but to get better outside of Toastmasters. And I think that's a point that we all need to remember as we uh, go through our Toastmasters activities. Now, as a level set again, the Toastmasters year runs from July to June. So if we were actually a corporation, most corporations close their books and then they have a different timeline, very often from January to December. But with the Toastmasters year from July to June, we're basically going into our fourth quarter coming up. So what's your vision for the remainder of this Toastmasters year and what would you like to see accomplished? Great question. My vision for remainder of this year is that we become this magnet of activity where we are attracting people who need Toastmasters we're bringing Toastmasters to people who need Toastmasters. And to our members, this is, this is what I would like to see. And it is true for every member, irrespective of whether you're a part of a corporate club or a community club or, or you're a student. Apply the principle of deliberate practice to your Toastmaster practice. And some of you are already doing it and some of you are going so fast that it just warms my heart to see you. I was part of a, a brand new club, uh, a part of their charter ceremony. And, and when I heard some of those members expressing these principles and their willingness to come back to Toastmasters meeting 
over and over again and not just come back to those meetings, but come back prepared, come back with some goal in mind and then work on those goals incrementally. I think I have no doubt and you will be surprised with the kind of progress that you will make. And one more thing, as, as you are in uh, this path of growth and uh, path of your supreme self, please do not forget to renew your membership. Uh, your, your membership is the basis of everything that is going on in Toastmasters. It will keep your clubs functional. It will keep your membership current. It will keep everything uh, working smoothly. So do not wait for March 31st. Today is the day. Don't delay it further, renew your membership. And lastly, I would say engage. Engage in your club while you're doing your deliberate practice and outside your club, connect with someone that you have not connected with for a long time. It's when I was in my first club, when I joined that club uh, four years ago, uh, I had some spectacular members leave us because they moved to a different place. Guess what? Now the world is your oyster. Literally, you can uh, just give them a ring and, and invite them. Even if they are not members, you can still connect and learn so much from them. So engage, engage, and engage. And do not forget to renew your membership on time. I love that. That's very true because we want to continue to have those benefits. Well, we'll take some questions from our members, but before we move on to those, we usually have a little trivia segment. Yay. Uh, right? <laughs> As I mentioned in our opening today, I keep coming back to the name of our podcast, which is Destination 101 as your travel destination. We've been lucky in District 101 that we've had visitors, not just from different parts of the country, but also international visitors. Now in the non-sheltering world, we would encourage those visitors to see some of our sites that we have locally, but we're still meeting virtually in our clubs. And a lot of these sites are actually closed to the public. Now that made me think about various virtual experiences that are actually available for our visitors. And for ourselves, how often do we neglect to see all those sites that tourists come from miles to our district to see? Well, I looked it up and there are many virtual tours available. For example, tours in the Monterey Bay Aquarium, the San Jose Center for the Performing Arts and the San Jose Ballet have digital performances. And the Computer History Museum has online exhibits and virtual tours. Maybe this will be food for thought for members looking for speech topics or an inspiration for one of the many open houses that our clubs are planning in the next one to two months. Keep an eye out on the District 101 meetup to find some of those open houses and take the opportunity to visit some of your neighbors. Well, let's get back to questions that we ask our members to send in. Here's a question, and again, being conscious that non-Toastmasters or even brand new Toastmasters may be listening, I'd like to do a quick definition of pathways. And apparently this podcast is turning into a definition episode. At any rate, pathways, is the Toastmasters International Educational Program. And it has projects that guide members through their speaking development. And it starts with basic skills, including content and structure of their speeches to the delivery aspects of gestures, eye contact, and so on. And speech projects begin with five to seven minute speeches. And that leads to longer presentations and different real world scenarios, such as managing Q and A's and hosting online meetings. So then the question that I received from a member is, I began my Toastmasters journey with the old educational program. And here I'd like to insert that we call this the legacy program now. I am not comfortable with pathways and I'm not sure how or if I want to move forward. Vipav, what's your advice here? We are get, first of all, very relevant question. 
And before I go on to answer, I'm happy to announce that our district overall is uh, trending in more than 80%. I think it could be more than 85% also of pathways adoption. So pathways is still making headways. But like we discussed last time that our members are not numbers and 15% of our members have still not adopted pathways. And it is to those members that I want to address the answer to this question. And I want to address this by sharing a story. Not long ago, I just walked into a club officer training and I had this first hand coming from a club officer that I'm going to leave. That's what he said. He said that he is he he finds pathways experience, uh, user experience difficult to navigate, and he was planning to quit Toastmasters in in the coming June. And what was so heartwarming in this in this meeting? First of all, that I got to hear uh, this firsthand experience, but there were five or six other club officers in the same room, and then. We did what we do in club officer training, learn from each other. So everyone shared their experience with Pathways and nobody had this first charming experience with Pathways that they were blown away by the user experience and how good it was. Everyone had some sort of resistance. But what these five or six officers shared that day were small practices. Like if you're not comfortable with online medium, order the printed manual. It is available for, uh, for some selective paths. They shared that once you get to this uh, first couple of levels, once you get to level three, you tend to develop certain familiarity of how to navigate in this system. And then this whole user experience is no longer a challenge. They, uh, they shared how useful and relevant it was for their jobs, that what they were practicing in pathways was actually well tailored towards their work and something that they could use in, in, uh, in their day-to-day uh, -day work. So these responses. Uh, and the last thing I would like to add to that is that when I'm struggling with something, I, I, I feel that familiarity has its value. If I come back to something twice or twice, the third time, uh, it feels as if the problem has changed, the subject has changed, and it is way easier uh, and way, much, uh, way more fun to work with. So that's my advice to this member who is struggling. I am with you. I hear you. But, but I am here to tell you that you will feel it so much better very soon. Just stay put. I think you hit on something that it's not necessarily the educational content that folks are struggling with. It's sometimes the navigation online of how to figure out how to get to the next path and how to get to the details and things like that. So there's that technological component as well. And at this point, I'd actually like to do a shout out because we actually have a blog from a former district governor, which are now called district directors, uh, that actually talks about his own experience, which is very similar to what you were just talking about, that he was not a big fan and now he is. So that is on our website at d101tm.org slash blog. So that's something that uh, folks can read up on if they're listening to this. Wow. Thank you, Bridget, for sharing. So we've talked about the educational path when it comes to speaking and communication skills. Now, what about the leadership development aspect of Toastmasters? What is your advice to the members who want to explore that aspect? Yeah, it's a great question once again. Uh, my simple answer is just one phrase, learn by doing. And Toastmasters is designed, believe it or not, when I said it's the best kept secret because everything about Toastmasters is club officer role, 
the club's success plan, um, the uh, area director role, uh, all these speech contests and all that goes into organizing this speech contest, even events such as open house, taking responsibility, building team and executing um, a project is what gives you the leadership experience that you need. So one advice, learn by doing and take every opportunity. And we have speech contest season going on and district conference is also coming up. So be on the lookout for these opportunities and be visible and take full advantage of all, all that Toastmasters offers. And there, there are a lot of different opportunities, like as you mentioned, from smaller projects as well as larger leadership roles. So there are definitely ranges of activities, right? Yes, absolutely. Well, we haven't changed our last question from that very first podcast. So I am not going to break with tradition now that you're back. So even as a return guest, the tradition continues. My final question is, what's next? Thank you, Birgit. So what's next is we are entering into the last three months of this year. I want every member to engage and engage even more with Toastmasters. I want that you set out and work on whichever projects or whichever areas you identified yourself. And while you are on that path, I would just repeat a few things that I said earlier. Make sure that you renew on your time. Make sure that you are not waiting till the last moment. There are speech contests ongoing, which are uh, the events which show you how some seasoned Toastmasters are uh, presenting their speeches and how much they have grown over a period of time and so much to learn from speech contests. But also there is a huge district conference, which is the, the biggest event of our district, which is at our doorstep May 15th. Mark your calendar. May, May 15th and May 16th is a two-day event. It, it will be completely online. And leading to that day, just write directly to me or quality at the rate d101tm.org and show your interest. If you would like to take up some role or gain some experience of uh, leadership, of taking some responsibility and making something happen. And uh, there is also the next year's leadership team, which is also uh, uh, going to be built in these coming four months. So please express your interest to DLC at the rate d101tm.org for any area director or division director positions. If you have questions, reach out to me directly to dd at the rate d101tm.org or your area and division directors. Uh, ask about their experience, ask about what they learned. And why should you be interested in those roles? And hopefully you will be inspired and motivated. And this, this next four months full of opportunities, make the most of them. That's, that's what is coming up next. I completely agree, especially at the speech contest. This time we have table topics, which are impromptu, and we have international speech contest. And so I'm expecting to hear a lot of very compelling and emotional and inspirational speeches from our members. So it's definitely something Absolutely. for us all to look into. Absolutely. Well, fantastic. Thank you for joining us again on Destination 101 by Path. Thank you. Very good. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Whether you are in District 101 or beyond, come and take a little journey along Highway 101 to visit our many clubs and take advantage of avoiding traffic with a virtual club experience. Tune in next time and email us at pr at d101tm.org with questions that our district leaders can answer in future podcasts. 
And if you miss an episode, you can review them all at www.d101tm.org slash destination-101.